pounds a week now for the last four weeks. We'll see how long it goes for. Do we think we might be at the bottom is of the this, well? Is this number three, number four? Number four. Number four. Sydney Uncovered. This is where I look at a little snapshot of uh, something in Sydney, something we might be familiar with. It might be an icon. It might be just something to do with this city. And I try to explore a little bit more historically and, and, and present some of the facts. And then I like to change some of those facts and then and make stuff up. <laughs> it has it has received a good reception. From whom? From some of the calls. I want names. Name names. Well, there was Dave. Dave said it was uh, education. That's right. Dave did too. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Dave. He's a very supportive member of the community. He is a very supportive member of Merrickville. Yep. Um, you know, um, uh, there was that, another bloke. Was there? Yeah. That's good. Can we get his details? <laughs> <laughs> was his details... Merrick Watts of Lilyville. That guy. Okay. That guy. That guy. Yeah. Uh, well, this week I, f- I focused on something. I don't know why. I just thought it'd be different. I focused on Rookwood Cemetery because Rookwood Cemetery is the largest cemetery at the time. It was the largest cemetery, uh, one of the largest in the world, and it was the largest in the Southern Hemisphere. You're right. But also, too, it was the first time when uh, Sydney as a city had a kind of um, uh, an external cemetery when they pushed it. Out of the kind of uh, inner city areas, didn't make it. A, didn't make it a you know a, a tourist attraction in the middle of the CBD. No, 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 yeah. no exactly because it would have just been a dead zone. Hey, hey. that was good. Uh, yeah. it would have been like Darling Harbour was a few years ago, just cemetery. Anyway, <laughs> this is Sydney Uncovered today, Rookwood Cemetery. You live in this city, but do you know what lies beneath? This is an incomplete history of Australia's first colony. This is Sydney Uncovered. During the 19th century, Australia, like Europe, followed an increasing trend to move burial sites outside of the cities to allow more space for IKEA stores. Although the similarities between IKEA and a cemetery cannot be ignored. One, both only allow people to travel in one direction with no way of return. Two, at some stage, you find yourself helplessly lost inside a box. And three, when you do finally reach the end, you always feel regret for something that you didn't do along the way. In 1856, a railway line to Parramatta was completed and it was decided to locate the new cemetery at some point along the line. Several sites were considered, including Bankstown, because after all, they were making the majority of the courses there. I mean, just cut out the middleman, am I right? I am, aren't I? However, in 1862, the government purchased 80 hectares of land at Haslam's Creek from the estate of Edward Cohen. No relation to Leonard Cohen, although both are responsible for the burial of thousands. Am I right? I am. The site was approved due to its relative isolation and proximity to the railway line. On the 1st of January 1868, Rookwood Cemetery, officially named Rookwood Necropolis, was opened and was to become the largest necropolis in the Southern Hemisphere. Again, Australia takes out another Southern Hemisphere title that no one else gave a shit about. Simply known as the Necropolis, meaning City of the Dead, local residents lobbied officials to have the name of their village changed from Haslam's Creek due to its association with the cemetery. In 1879, the villagers got their wish and there his name was changed to Rookwood. However, before long, the Necropolis was also being referred to by that name. So that was a massive fail. These same villagers would go on to project manage the Sydney monorail, Darling Harbour, the Entertainment Quarter at Moore Park, Cross City Tunnel, the M4, the George Street Light Rail, and... Oh, you get the point. Mortuary Station served each of the three sections of the Necropolis, with a fourth at the main junction and a fifth on Regent Street adjacent to Central Station, which can still be seen today. Trains ran at 9.30am and 3pm, which meant people would often have lunch at the cemetery. That's nice, I guess. 
The trains that carried the mourners were known as unimproved red ferns. That's a tautology. I thought an unimproved red fern was a red fern. The rail line was used to convey funeral parties to Rookwood until 1948, when the expanded use of processions by road made it obsolete. Most processions followed Parramatta Road, which means Parramatta Road has a long history of serving stiffies. You know what I mean? Yeah? You know, massage services with the open light? Okay, I think we get that. Today, there are roughly one million people buried or cremated at Rookwood Cemetery, which is about twice as big as Canberra, yet only half as dead. <laughs> you, Canberra.